Welcome to the Photobug for news, reviews, interviews, and how-tos. Here are your hosts, Jim and Fred. Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Photobug. I'm Fred. I'm Jim. We're glad to see you. Yes, we are. <laughs> Do we see them? Sure. They don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> we see you. <laughs> All well, right, well. Let's get the news. Let's get the news. Yeah, so uh, I'll go. Can I start? Sure. All right, I'll start. Well, you got $3,500 lying around. Apple's $3,499 plus tax. Spatial computer with Apple Vision. Apple Vision. Is now officially available for pre-order. I think it's funny. It's available for pre-order, which yeah. means it's not out yet, but you can order it ahead of time. Well, it's I always did like soon. that. Orders are shipping on February 2nd, so from the time we're doing this, it's just a little over a week away. Mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. And it'll be available in stores, too, assuming Apple stores. So you better <laughs> grab it before they sell out, because I'm sure they're going to sell like hotcakes. Mm, that's going to be a good one. We'll <laughs> see. We will see. Well, Sony is bringing a shutter angle setting to its two more affordable Alpha-branded cinema line cameras, the mm-hmm. FX3 and the FX30, with a firmware update. Now, don't expect it to roll out right away. It'll probably happen later this year. Yeah. Can I explain what a shutter angle is? Sure. This goes back to the old uh, uh, film cameras, motion picture cameras, that the shutter was actually a spinning disc. Huh. And it was usually open 180 degrees, but you could close that down, make it a smaller slit, which means you're going to have a uh, less motion blur. And in fact, Steven Spielberg used that by closing down the uh, variable, the shutter angle, in uh, Saving Private Ryan in the opening scenes of the uh, D-Day invasion. Mm-hmm. Give that kind of staccato effect. Right, right. So other movies have used it too, but that's what they're talking about. Okay. So those of you who like using those two models to make movies, hey, this could get very interesting for you. Yep. So. Well, let's see some photos here. We got uh, Augustine, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Linear, who's a professional photographer in Paris, recently tested a theory with two pet store rats in a Skinner box. Uh, it was designed by a well-known behaviorist, uh, B.F. Skinner, if those people are into psychology, one of the reasons I dropped out of becoming a psychology major. Skinner box rewards rats when they press a lever in this gentleman's experiment, they were rewarded with a little bit of sugar and a camera that took their photo. And then they displayed it on the screen for them to see. So essentially, these rats were taught to take selfies. So that's all we need now is not only all these people running around with their selfies, we want the local rats running around. Well, if you're hey, if me. you're in a big city, don't accidentally drop your phone down a drainage. <laughs> You can see all those rats running around, not with dragging pizza around, but dragging dragging phones around. around. (laughs) You dirty rat. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. I have to put up with this every day, too, folks. Fujifilm. Most every day. Most every day. A lot. Fujifilm will provide GFX 102 and accessories as prizes and support for 10 workshops during the World Press Photos Global Exhibitions in 2024. Yep. Cool. Well, a prominent TikToker has thrown their support behind a proposed Ohio legislation designed to safeguard child influencers from potentially 
economic exploitation by their parents. This new bill, recently introduced in the Ohio House, speaks to establish labor laws specifically for kid influencers to ensure they're fairly compensated for their online presence and contributions. And here in Florida, there's also something else going on where uh, they're trying to get a bill passed where children under 16 can't even go in and register. And with that, the social media. Yes, with that, in Utah, mm-hmm. a high school student, Hannah Zolik, has mounted a challenge against the state targeting the controversial Social Media Regulation Act set to be enacted on March 1st of this year. This act requires social media platforms to verify the ages of users and secure parental consent for ages under 18. It also imposes a digital curfew barring minors from accessing these platforms from 10.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. Do they have that many minors in them? I mean... Steel, steel workers and other Jim, they I'm sure they do, <laughs> and 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 the one in Florida that Jim referenced yeah, earlier 16 would Florida. be 16. I don't know if you'll have to have parental consent because I haven't completely looked at the law. Yeah. It's just very controversial right now, and it's on its way to being possibly passed because Plus, it's think... made it through one house yeah. of the Florida legislature, and they're moving ahead with it. So. Uh, they're seeking to. And our governor's now back in the state, so I'm sure he'll well, sign it if it can. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, it's just one of those things where do we take our kids and because evidently parents were being thought not to be policing their kids properly, that suddenly a law will come in to police these kids. I don't know. I should find it kind of odd that the, this state in particular says, well, parents have the right to say what the kids get in school or in the libraries but in this case no <laughs> on social media it's and that'll be on our other upcoming critical I uh, think. podcast called we don't like politics yes anyway okay. well canon's back to photography <laughs> yes flagship camera the eos r1 is assuredly coming out this year but there's been very little news seen about the camera but recent specs leak makes it look like the camera is really meant to blow Sony and Nikon out of the water. So we'll see. More to come. We're going to keep on top of this. Right. Well, if it's a flagship camera, they don't want any problems with it. So I think they're trying to get every possible bug or must, yeah. uh, hopefully they're testing the heck out of it. Well, that and uh, as far as uh, what new features that have that Sony and Nikon don't. But this is a good thing because that will push Sony and Nikon then to try to up Canon, and that's, that's right. why we love this competition. Competition is good for end users like us. All of us, whether for the you're a Sony consumer or Nikon product. user, Canon user, Fuji, doesn't matter. It's it's good. And we need to see Canon be a little bit more liberal with allowing third-party lenses for yeah. their mirrorless cameras. They've been kind of selfish about that. Yeah, well, Nikon has done the same thing. I don't know so much at yeah. Sony. but I, I don't know with Sony because I've seen... Um, Oh, I know Sony, you can use... Third-party uh, lenses for yeah, them. So. Use, and you can even use, I think, an adapter with Canon lenses. Don't quote really? me on it. I believe so. Interesting. I've seen that. Uh, and that's all I got as far as the news. But Fred and I just returned from another trip. So why don't we... We decided go to go down to southwest Florida. Yeah, more specifically, Fort Myers. In that fact, area, yeah. We would uh, bring you things to see and do for photography in that area. So why don't we go ahead and run that?
Okay, Fred and I just returned from southwest Florida, Fort Myers more specifically. And the area surrounding. And the area surrounding. Coral, places like that. Yeah, so we thought we would bring you some of the things to do in the area for photography. Um, and um, throughout this, I think I mentioned specifically that we were in late February. No, no, this is late January. Actually, February might be a better time. March, April through probably May would probably be yes. a better time to but go. But we wanted to check things out. We did yeah. want to go down there a little early because we know that the hurricanes had really done a lot of damage. I will say their recovery has been amazing. They mm -hmm. are really looking much better. And of course, they know Tourist trade is a big piece of Florida economy, so we want to make sure that the people can come down here. Not that Jim and I revel in that fact, because it usually means more traffic yep. and craziness. But well, we want to specifically give a warning based upon the traffic, because we got stuck in Sanibel. We were leaving around three thirty. We found we didn't out get off the island till uh, almost five o'clock. Well, when you and when it you was only at two and a half miles, the traffic was going one mile an hour. We basically just sat there, so two and a half hours to go two and a half miles. Let, let me translate that for you. Jim is basically saying, "Don't leave Sanibel Island between three and six because that is a uh, heavy traffic oh, it, time." And in the morning, it's what about? Uh, yeah, it's about seven eight or to, eight, eight to, to nine eight to ten, maybe something like that. It's not as bad in the morning, but it's really bad in the afternoon because you've got people who work there and come back off the island. The tourists, uh, people that are just traveling back and forth, people like us who are photographers, all of those people a lot of times are leaving at that time between three and six. So if you're gonna if you get there leave earlier, there, find a restaurant that's open after six and hang out. And my recommendation too is to go in the morning because I think you're gonna get probably more wildlife in the early morning. Now, Ding Darling uh, doesn't open that specific early, but if you get there early enough, at least you can uh, you go in and Cool your heels in the parking lot or something until we're going to stop and see if you, you know, get some breakfast and up, yeah. have a little quick uh, something to eat and get ready to go. Let's go ahead and rent the piece. Yeah. Well, one of the places to come in Fort Myers is the Sanibel Island and uh, still recovering from the hurricane. A lot of the places here are still closed. Motel restaurants. Uh, fortunately, though, Ding Darling, where Fred and I are at right now is open. And um, even though this is uh, late February. Yeah. Not a lot of activity. Not, not a lot going on at the moment, but um, this is a place that you want to put on your list if you happen to be in the Fort Myers area. Definitely planning coming to Ding Darling. Entrance fee is $10 per carload, but if you have a National Park Pass, that will also get you in. And, and that's any of the National Park Passes. Any, that's, that's veteran, senior, family, any yeah. of those, you can get in, just show your park pass, and you're in. Let's see, it's a four-mile, one-way drive through here. There are some hiking trails. Also, there's a tram, and I'm not sure what that costs, but if you prefer, you can take the uh, tram as well. Now, we don't know if that's running right now. Yeah, I uh, haven't seen there was a ticket it, booth in there. It there's does also, run from time to time, and one of the things you can do is you can go online and see what's going on. Right, and there's a visitor center right here, too, yes. which is worth stopping. And, of course, 
the hours are 7 to 5.30. Don't come on Friday because you're going to find it's not open. So anyway, yes, this is a, definitely a place that you want to come right now. The only thing we're seeing is white basically pelicans. white pelicans and, a, and a, an iguana ran across the yeah. road. Um, but normally there's a, a lot of shorebirds. Uh, we did, we did see seen, some cormets. We did see a few of the yeah, other waiting, waiting birds. birds. Yeah. Some shorebirds. And um, so, and we're also here the wrong time of day. This is yeah, just afternoon. So that's, you're better off early in the morning since it closes at 530. I don't think you can be here for sunset in the uh, the summertime. But definitely want to put this on your list. Okay, well, our next stop is a six-mile Cypress Creek Preserve, and this is kind of in the heart of Fort Myers, and uh, beautiful boardwalk here. Great place that we're recommending for the wildlife. Even if you don't get any wildlife, it's just still a pleasant walk. Very pleasant. There's some uh, plant material and some scenic vistas that you could photograph. Yeah, we saw a wood well. duck, uh, what is a screech owl, and uh, there are different birds. Number critters. Gonna it's going to be seasonal. Yeah, various times a year that uh, you're going to get you know, probably alligators, the possibility of otters. Definitely worth a visit. And yeah, we recommend uh, coming. And the people are very Cypress friendly. Creek. The other photographers that are here, uh, a lot of times, if they've been here before, they will direct you to some of the cool stuff. And if it's the first time here, you might want to check out the Interpretive Center. And I understand that they have, uh, I guess, a guide and numbers on the boardwalk. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely put this on your list. Make a stop when you're in the Fort Myers area.
Well, our final stop in Port Myers is a Manatee Observing Station, which is right next to the power plant here. My friend, why do the manatees come here? Oh, the they water's like the power? Warm. The water is warm. Uh, it's about 80 degrees right now in the water, and they that's what they like this time of year. And it's been a yeah. cold year in Florida. Uh, we've had some cold snaps, so they will flock to those warm water yep. areas. Anywhere you get in Tampa, you get the power plants, they'll come in there. Of course, they'll come into the river like a crystal river. And a good place, if you want to see the manatees underwater, is to go to Homosassa Springs. Right. Which is quite a ways from Fort the uh, Fort Myers, but if you're you know, so in the area, places in place Florida, to go. you can see them. This is one of them, mm -hmm. and it's close by other venues. So. Yeah, and this is a time in the winter. Summer, they wouldn't be here. They're going to be out in the warmer Gulf water. So, so definitely, Fort Myers, this is another place that you want to add to your list and come to the Manatee Observing Station. There's about one about to bite you here. They're, <laughs> they're vegetarians, not a problem. Yeah, hey, folks, are. just remember, get to these venues early because they get crowded as the day goes on. Yeah, it right. gets to the point where there may not even be parking available. Yeah, the parking lot is not too large here. Our final stop, says it's close, is our good old Cape Coral. And we're, of course, coming to the library here. I don't know if there's going to be any burrowing owl activity, but I uh, want to watch some of our previous videos. Just go up there and click the link for you YouTubers. and um, Which is a good you, reason for you to go ahead and, and subscribe, subscribe to YouTube. To our exactly. YouTube channel. What you want to basically do, start the library. See all these white stakes this is where the owl nests are and just drive in through the neighborhoods. We're here in late February, probably not the best time of year to get owls. Probably another month, though, they should start to uh, Yeah, we'll start nesting. seeing them a little so bit more March active. March and April probably is the best. Now, realize too, folks, you're going to be driving through residential, so be courteous and observant of people who yes. have rights. Yes. No. So, um, you know. Sorry, we had to say yeah. no. Somebody's asking if they were in our way. <laughs> yes, they weren't in our way. So anyway, <laughs> friendly people here. <laughs> yes. yes. And uh, hey, yes, this is a place to come here for Fort Myers. It's very, very close.
was a fun trip. It was an interesting trip. Not very productive. And throughout the, uh, I think I kept saying late February, it was actually late, late January that we were there. So late February actually would probably be a better time. And it is height of season and there are some things that, and also I think we were both a little curious because that area was damaged heavily oh, by yeah, with the hurricane. hurricanes. In fact, Sanibel Island, uh, most of the places there, restaurants and uh, I won't say most, but a lot, definitely closed. a lot. Yeah. And the bridge is still under construction, even though they've made amazing progress. Yeah. Uh, you can only travel on that bridge at 20 miles an hour, which means it's going to be a traffic backup either way. Yeah. And coming off the island, you've got to time it to go on the island and to come off the island. Yeah. Because there are what they call traffic delays, heavy traffic heavy delays. Day. A mile an hour. In the mornings and in the uh, afternoons, I think between like three and six, something yeah. like that. So. And well, we want you out there chasing lucid images, whether you're in South Florida or Albuquerque, wherever you are, because... Anytime, I'm sorry, anytime you get shirts out of Hey, man, out. Jim tried to steal my byline. I did steal your byline. <laughs> why don't you, why don't you take my, our cameras are small and the world is big, so we want you chasing us just because. Anytime you can get shutter time, it's always a great time. And with that, we'll see you next time on The, the Photo, Photo Bug. Do you see why we're going to move to YouTube in April instead of doing this every month? That's it for this episode of The Photo Bug. Be sure to check out our Facebook page. And please check out and subscribe to The Photo Bug YouTube channel.